You're listening to the Scottish Football Forums podcast, the home of Scottish football banter. Hello and welcome to the Scottish Football Forums podcast. I'm Craig, I'm the host of the podcast and I'm joined by Greg and Chris this evening. Alright guys? Evening. Alright, uh, John's still not back for uh, Jill. Jill term, so... I never get well. Aye. Aye, he's uh, misbehaving, so he's not back. So it's just the three of us. We've got a, a busy podcast. We've got quite a bit to fit in with the, the games at the weekend, silly refereeing, uh, or should I say silly... Lines mining, whatever that is. Aye. Aye. And also I wanted to touch on a few things that were mentioned on the forum, on forums.scottishfootballforums.co.uk. Cam she was keen for us to discuss some topics. Now, we're often tight for time, so that's why I'm doing it at the start. So we can get, it, we can get right in there and we can discuss a, a couple of things. Just some of it uh, we'll just touch on. Uh, some weeks we might go a wee bit more in depth, but if we start, we do it at the start. Then we've got we can we can make the the podcast three hours long at the end. I'm sure Greg will appreciate that. Oh, I tell you, we better be done for ten. See if we're not done for ten, I'm just dipping at the call at ten. I'm not, I'm not kidding. Forty eight minutes here, so come on. Hey, Cam, she brought up the the Rangers situation, and oh, uh, oh again. Well, uh, Aye, I know, I know. We, we talk about it and there's a lot of unknowns, but I thought it was uh, worth mentioning the, the EGM and, and obviously uh, some people have been kicked off and some people have come in. Uh, I thought it was worth mentioning that, that there's, as a Rangers fan, uh, there's some positivity. I know that there's others, like JB, is, uh, negative's the wrong word, but he's questioning whether Kyle... When, was, when did uh, JB become a Rangers fan? <laughs> Aye. But he's he's questioning whether King's the right guy to save things. But as a Rangers fan, I think that considering what we've had over the last few seasons, I think now's a positive time because regardless of how it turns out, at least we've got somebody in charge. We've got a board who are full of people who have the same motives as most Rangers fans. There's, there's no questioning it. Uh, Ashley might have been the man to... He might have been the saviour, but... But nobody really knows, whereas at least we King and so on, that, that we know exactly what they want, and that's to, to get Rangers back to ne- the top or near the top, back to their the rightful place, as he <laughs> likes to say, and he was getting ripped for it. But I, uh, I didn't really want to say much more on the board, because nothing's really happened. They've come in and said, right, it's all brilliant, but there's nothing really been done because it's too early. Yeah, there's talk that there's going to be not a sellout tomorrow night against Queen of South, but there's going to be a, a decent turnout. And I think that's important because all these fans that have boycotted the club and the games, I think it's very easy to boycott. I think we can all say that we're, we're boycotting when really the truth is that yeah, a, a, a lot of them couldn't cold. be bothered that, the football was rubbish and the the prices are, are, are too high for the football on the park. So I think a lot of them would have boycotted for good reasons and a lot of them just would have been too lazy to go out. So now's the hard part. Now's where they need to put their, right. their hands in their pockets and buy tickets and, and hopefully they do. Nah, the, t- hopefully the time for talking is done. That's, it's time for yes. action and I'm sure we'll see action at them in due course because, I, I mean, I read that... The, like, They've obviously promised X amount of millions will be invested now, but to be honest, they also said that they hadn't seen the books. So now they'll get a chance to see the books and they'll be able to know a bit better what they can actually do. But like you say, the the, the big thing is the fans are uh, right behind them. So that's probably the, the, the most important thing when it comes to a football club, isn't it? Yep, yep, it's good. And the Aye, manager we, situation. So, we sorry, did, Greg. We, we didn't see those supporters getting behind um, Craig White. Or uh, Charles Green. I would have. Yeah, when they took over, I typically didn't see them all marching behind Craig White, coming down the front of Ibrox, hailing him as the new messiah. Uh, he's got wealth off the radar. Ah, he's multi-millionaire. He was hard done by. And Charles Green is as honest as he is long. Great guys. So these, these guys are a great, great guys. Dave King's another one in the whole line of great guys. 
Clubs yeah, are the days we great guys. I, I, I liked the, the Daily Record's worst attempt at a Where's Wally when they had that uh, fight, we'll find the crooks. There's a big picture of uh, Dave King right in the front of it. So, well, there he is. <laughs> <laughs> that, was the, that was the hard. Is, is, is it not just nauseating not to see the likes of the Daily Record and all the rest of these rags suddenly jump back on the bandwagon again? And the, the cheerleading that's been involved in getting Dave King. I think for me the most depressing thing was about 10 minutes after the EGM was done in came Jim Trainer. Aye. That's his all for me. Yeah. Yep. What about, uh, what was it, Murray uh, mentioned uh, that he applauded the Daily Record for their courageous journalism. And I thought, oh, wait a minute, let's all slap each other's mm. backs here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I remember the Daily Record printing in uh, June 2012 about how Rangers had died, so maybe he wants to keep that one a wee bit quiet, because I'm pretty sure 2012 was, it, was in that four-year period. <laughs> uh, uh, Something else Cam Shea brought up was a uh, uh, manager situation, and he asked whether uh, now's the time to get a new manager in, because oh. it gives him time to bed in, and I think it is. I think Kenny McDowell wants Alan McGoy's back. I, oh, I don't. I, I don't know what that's all about. I, I think he's a bit giddy. That's the thing, right? He's, he's at it. It's, it's a cheap option. So positive, he's and he's just it. saying, "Now nah, get McCoy's back." No, let's not get McCoy's back. But let's bring somebody in. Watch uh, other would be my choice. Watch other supporters but, quickly disappear off the uh, off the stands again as McCoy takes charge of the team again. Get John Gregg back. John, John Gregg's coming back, is he not? He has yeah, guest on after tomorrow night, yes. He could, he could be the next manager. Well, hmm. hey, nah, you know, he's um, best sitting in the box. That's... Do you not know, think uh, that guy, Paul Murray, looks like uh, uh, Swiss Tony? <laughs> he's a ringer for Swiss Tony. <laughs> it does, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you use car sales, man? I'm not trying to draw any comparisons, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think he's all right about that. It's these deals they don't like you bring up things <laughs> about their past. You'll get the lawyers on you. And another thing that Camshi brought up was uh, top scorers. What they mentioned now, we all know, we all agree that the, the the Premiership is boring this season. There's nothing much going on in it, and it's it's all about the Championship. So I wanted to mention the the Championship top scorer, and I'm I'm a bit harsh on Cummings. At, I think to myself, I listen back to the podcast occasionally and I think, nah, I shouldn't be saying these things about Cummins. I shouldn't be saying these things about him in real life either because I use sweary words sometimes when I talk about him. But credit to him. He's a good player and he's sitting atop of the the top scorer at the moment. Uh, He's sitting joint top with Lyle and Riley at Queen of the South. I can't see him staying there long because you know how I think he's going to tear it up. The big fat Zifuk. Eight appearances and he scored eight goals. Aye, that's pretty good. Aye, good aye that's in the league anyway. He's some unit, but aye, I think he's going to be the top scorer come the end of the season. I think he's good. I know he's he had that three goals against Cowden Beef just recently, and that's obviously helped him in his goal tally, but aye, I think he'll be the one to top it come the end. The top scorer in Scotland is in the league is uh, Murray of Arbroath in uh, League 2 with 15. And uh, Weatherson and in Athletics at 14. Because the top scorers yep. in the other divisions are uh, McManus at Morton with 13 and McMenamin and Stenismere with 13. And in uh, the Premiership, you've got Rooney with 13. Yeah, buddy. Yep. So, so well, actually, the, the, fun enough, the Championship's got the lowest tally for the top scorer. Aye, you'll know, you'll know Celtic aren't mentioned anywhere in this because I don't know who the top scorer for Celtic is. <laughs> Ah, uh, you had that that guy scoring goals, the the the, the guy that sings naughty songs. <laughs> I, tell you what, I, I don't I don't want to say his name anymore because he's just he's offended me too much. You know who our top scorers are? There's, there's four yeah. of them and seven. Uh, Gadetti being one of them, Anthony Stokes being the other. You know who they're after? Stuart Armstrong and Gary Vicky Stevens. <laughs> so even oh, our top man, that's not in. allowed. <laughs> that's not allowed. You can't buy top scorers like that. That's, that doesn't count. <laughs> Can he transfer that history, Chris? It's not allowed. <laughs> so, so, so we're coming into the season, isn't it? Ah, another trophy in the cabinet. Yeah. Ah. Do you know my favourite thing about the top scorer is the BBC website there? It's Christian Commons of Celtic. 
Aye, ah, yeah, I used to be Even six. Name is Nicholas Law. Because <laughs> I'm sure he's Rangers top scorer, and yet yeah, he's rubbish. He's rubbish. He, he doesn't end up near the box too often enough. I don't know how he scores these goals because I I don't see them. I must be looking away. I must be eating my pie at the time when he scores. Yep, you're right. Nicholas Law is in seventh. I got the BBC website. The next uh, is Callum Gallagher <laughs> on five. I don't even know who that is. And then you've got Nicholas Gallagher, Clark he's a... on four. <laughs> ah, he's a Rangers player, isn't he? How come it isn't William King of Hartlemore Living? It's Billy King. Well, uh, you know what the BBC are like. Always leaning towards Rangers. That's it. Okay, so the top scorer. I mentioned Zifuk earlier, so I'm wanting to stick with him for the charity bet. That was the link, by the way, that I was spent ages uh-huh. trying to work out how to link the two sections before See, we started the podcast. I was, I, was going, I was going to suggest uh, McMenamin and Stenish Muir, actually. He scored in six minutes at the weekend there, and uh, there's a big, like, Stenish Muir are on a wee bit of a run at the moment, and they're away to air, and air, uh, they've just jumped above Air United in the, the table. So, uh, McMenamin was going to be my shout. But, like you say, he's a fuck there. He's... Uh, we said Zifuk had eight goals. My hearts have got seventy-four. <laughs> <laughs> seventy-four. Geez, so Motherwell have got about seven this season. Seventy-four. <laughs> well, see when you win ten 0 kind of helps. Jeez, oh man. <laughs> seventy-four. <laughs> see, I did engineer a, a section on the podcast just so I could link into Zifuk as first scorer, <laughs> but I don't think that beats Chris's argument. So, no, aye. I, okay, I'm, right, I'm let's sweet. Switch it. So McMenamin uh, Stenny. Yep. I, I, we should probably point out last week's charity bet was a bit scuppered by the weather because uh, the stand our game was called off, so we lost our first goal scorer, and we lost a third of the bet. <laughs> the, the, the treble that we had on, and even then, the double was gobbed because Montrose decided they were going to have a decent game and win three 0 It's a Queen's Park loss. Yeah, Was it a It was a broth, wasn't it? So then uh, McManus is another option. John likes to go on about him, but uh, Morton were beat 2 0 or 4 4. Yeah, uh, I think I thought so, I'd spotted that the, the standard game was off about two minutes before kickoff and then moaned about the fact that I'd noticed too late and thought, oh, we could have put Declan McManus on. But still lost anyway. <laughs> Aye. Okay, so we'll go for McMenamin and Stennis Muir. I don't have the odds at the moment, but I'll get I'll tweet them when we know the odds. Uh, SFF Podcast on Twitter. And we'll pick the, the rest of the charity bet later on, once we've got an idea of predictions for the, the Premiership games and see if anything jumps out in that. But we had loads of football at the, the weekend there, and we had... Well, we finished talking uh, about the league before we move on to the, the big tournament of the weekend. Oh, there was a there was a midweek game. Aye. How, oh wait a minute. How That's a good place to start that? because uh, probably goal of the season contender. Oh aye, that that game where uh, I think I put a bet on Celtic maybe minus two in the Asian handicap, and That's I poo pooed Greg's suggestion that St Johnson plus one might be a sensible bet, but I just dismissed it out of hand. <laughs> Don't be silly, Greg. <laughs> 
St. Johnston, St. Johnston have played pretty well against Celtic this season, and they got their, their just desserts on Wednesday night because okay, Celtic were a bit misfiring at times, but St. Johnston were resolute in their defending. Um, they, to me, they looked like they were kind of playing very defensive, but as many people pointing out, they did create some chances of their own, and they took one. They, they took one basically. Uh, Van Dijk kind of cleared a corner, but it fell nicely for um, uh, Swanson. Swanson, aye, I forgot his name now. And you cannot have to any sweeter than he did. Yeah, just aye, it was in the top corner. There was nothing yeah. Gordon could do about it. And goal of the season, I, I actually got to go to a game for a change. <laughs> and I was sitting right behind it, so I seen that. It's, <laughs> it's, you got a great view. <laughs> I got a great view of the goal. Aye. But aye, it, was, it was a peach. No, no taking away from uh, Swanson. St. Johnson got the three points and deserved them. We just we just weren't firing and we kind of carried that one in it's Sunday, but we'll talk about that later. And, uh, aye, that, that was my, my big team, St. Johnson. Aye. Uh, I can go off them when they're not in Europe. I'm a glory hunter when it comes to them. You're all about the pies. Yeah, I tell you something aye. now, Aberdeen must have been kicking themselves Wednesday morning, was it? Tuesday night again was because they picked up no, points at the weekend. Uh, aye, sorry, if they'd picked up points at the weekend, then we Celtic dropping a few midweek, it would have made it a wee bit more interesting. But as we discussed last week, their capitulation last weekend put paid to that. Well, I mean, they, they'll probably have a wee bit of confidence boost at the fact that St. Johnson uh, took away a game in hand over them. So mm. they're still only six behind, they still need a snooker. Aye. Uh, uh, they'll, they'll be helped out by the fact that their fixtures are, getting, are kind of piling up at the moment, whereas they've just got the, the league to concentrate on. So they're still in three tournaments. Ah, you've got a wee mini league going on with Dundee United. <laughs> Everyone's getting bored of that already. It was quite funny last week that uh, they, they rearranged the Dundee game right away for in between those games. And I thought, oh, they've broken up the three games. But then, of course, the draw at the weekend, they just knocked out again and put the replay in there, so they were playing Dundee United four in a row. Bloody hell, eh? Aye, so aye, maybe before we discuss the Scottish Cup, we should focus on the, the league because in the Premiership there was two games. There was uh, there's a few Diddy teams playing. Uh, and was, one of them was uh, a point one, Greg. I mentioned last week that you liked to win up. Two points dropped for me. Two aye. points dropped. Aye, I mean, it's 45 minutes with a one-man advantage and it's one each, so... I don't know, I just think it's an opportunity missed Saturday to get an extra couple of points on the board. And it's the same old story when we go up against 10 men. We, we just struggle. We've never been good playing against 10 men. We don't. We can't move the ball quick enough eh, for a kick-off. And, and to be fair to Kilmarnock, I mean, they, they did well second half. They, you know, they, they got back in numbers and then I mean, they had a couple of chances in the break as well. So even at, I mean, at one each, it wasn't looking like it was, it was one-way traffic. So... Um, I just disappointed we couldn't have created a wee bit more in the second half though because it was it was two points there for the there for the taking but one nothing down and a, a decent equaliser from uh, McDonald on Saturday so it's good to see him getting off the getting off the mark as well you know takes a wee bit of pressure off his, his shoulders again but I can just thought we were a wee bit lacklustre uh, Saturday I thought compared to the Inverness performance it was it was maybe down a peg or two but I don't know come the end of the season that might be an important point when we, when we tally up the final scores. Do you think he's with denied a penalty? Stone, well, yeah. maybe. <sighs> well, I, I, at the time, it was it's almost impossible to tell. I was up to the other end of the pitch. <clears throat> but what I've heard subsequently was, uh, after the game, uh, Swanson was, was, was talking to, the, I think it was Motherwell's general manager, and he more or less admitted Stonewall penalty. Contact made and he brought the boy down. Uh, which which is it's bad enough we don't get the penalty but then to, to see uh, Johnson get, get booked as well I think that's, that's ridiculous I don't know whether we'll bother appealing it I don't know whether there's, there's really much much to be gained with doing so but it's just it's doubly frustrating because I mean that was I mean that's that could have been a, a, a critical point in the game and it's it's the third one in, in as many weeks we've, we've, we've not been given there was two up at Tannadice which were both stick on penalties as well we're not getting any of them just now so it just seems to be the way our luck's going at the moment but uh, I mean the upside is we managed to we managed to scrape a point out at Saturday so it's, it's if somebody had said to me before the Inverness game we could come out of the, the two games with four points I'd probably have taken it back then so I can't be too too disappointed 
must be slightly on every fight. No, I was going to say, must be slightly on every fight. Ross County won again. Aye, Ross County, they've, they've pulled themselves right out of the, the Maya. They look as though they're <clears throat> out of the, the sort of four teams down there just now. They look at the, like they're most likely to get themselves up and clear of that um, relegation spot. To be honest, I think it's going to come down to us in St. Martin. Uh, possibly, possibly Partick down there as well, depending on how they got on at the weekend against Hamilton. So, uh, they've been kind of dragged in there. It was a yeah. few weeks ago they were saying, oh, maybe they'll be all right. But uh, I, I mean, they're, Ross County, they're still four quid of Ross County, but Ross County are in a bit of form. Uh, great run, but great run for County. Hats off to them. Use a six behind them, St. seven. Hats off to them because they were looking dead and buried just about Christmas time, so fair play to them. Uh, got themselves gone again. Aye, uh, I didn't see much of them them games because I didn't watch the uh, sports scene because I watched the uh, the Scottish Cup games that were on the telly. So I didn't watch sports scene. I definitely didn't want to watch Rangers' performance against Cowdenbeath. No, I never did. So, I like they showed it on Saturday sports scene. Apparently, because I turned it off after that happened. <laughs> for what I'd seen, for what I'd heard about the game, it was probably summed up with a fact Sky Sports interviewed Paul Murray after it. <laughs> no interest in the football. Just we'll talk about other stuff. <laughs> I, I don't want to watch that. Is there anything you want to mention about the Ross County game? <sighs> it's a terrible goal. I mean, it's, it's a great goal for Ross County, but it's just one of these horrible, scrappy, scaffy goals that really should have been defended a whole lot better. But again, like I said before, credit to them. They're, they're, they're getting these goals and I don't know, maybe get a wee turn of luck as well here and there, which I don't know, hopefully will open a spread its way about the league. Um, sooner rather than later, but aye, another another good home win for them in a, a season where they've struggled to buy home wins. Well, I'll move on to the Scottish Cup then. We had the football on the on Council Telly on Friday night, and it was Queen of South against Falkirk, and it was it was a bizarre headed goal. It was a weird one. It was uh, <laughs> it was sibled, and I don't know if. If somebody hasn't seen it, it's it was like a bullet header low in the bottom corner. It was I don't know, it was like a shot almost, but a header. It was a weird one. I I, I don't know if it was the wind played a, a part in it, but it was it's a kind of header that you don't often see. There was nothing looping about it. It was just a, a bullet header in the bottom corner. Ah, he's just I mean he's the the ball's come across. We had a decent ball across to be fair, but I think you're right. I think the wind certainly and, and it was going sort of left to right. So I mean, it's, the balls, the balls already moving towards goals, and the pace it was on as well. I don't think it really takes too much on there to redirect it. But I mean, he's, he's just stuck his head out really, isn't he? I mean, it would be. I think the commentary were saying, "Oh, a fantastic head on the rest of it." Well, you know, he's just he's tried to get something on, and it's managed to come off at the right angle and, and uh, tucked itself in the corner. But it wasn't really much a spectacle of the game. I watched most of it on Friday night, and the wind was really. The wind looked yeah. as though it was causing havoc. The only time he went the wind actually helped the goal as well, because there was a bit of swerve on the cross. Yeah. Yeah, I I think other than the goal, I, I can't I can't really think uh, uh, much to discuss in the game that because, as you say, the weather uh, must have played a part in it. It was on the BBC, so I watched it. But, uh, by it. Other than that, there wasn't really anything. And then the the Scottish Cup game on Saturday wasn't on the telly anyway, but it didn't get played because. Uh, it's postponed. Summer football, yay. <laughs> we're into, yeah, we're into March right. now and we're dealing with water <laughs> bitches. There's, there's barely been a game off over uh, December and January and February. I think. Mm-hmm. First week first week in uh, March and that's, that's chaos. Because the game at Motherwell, I think, was touch and go as well. Pitch up there is a disgrace again. I, I know it's, a, it's another world, but I was watching a bit of the Man United Arsenal game before we came on and the pitch there. It's just lush. It, it might as well be the middle of summer. Uh, it's it's just lush. It's a carpet. Even when you see close-ups, the the players uh, sitting in their, their arse moaning about they got a nick or whatever. It just, uh, just so nice. No, it's, just, uh, it's, it's always just... easy to keep uh, the grass nice and uh, growing when you put manure on it. <laughs> <laughs> see what you did there. On what are you saying, Greg? I was going to say on the subject of pitches, I see Hamden's been relayed today. That's Great. what I was just I'm going sure, to say. I'm sure that'll be ready for Sunday. I saw a picture. Did you see that? Ah, that's the thing you retweeted earlier, Craig. There's a, there's a picture ah. going around and they're claiming it's Hamden today. 
and there's about fifty percent of it's got grass on it. Aye, that was only sand. today. Yeah, because it was sand how, yesterday. How is that going to have time to that together? For him? <laughs> Sunlight, isn't it? It's going to, that's going to tear up terribly. Yep. Idiots. Yep. Aye, especially when you've got players like Brun flying and <laughs> lunging and digging up this. But we'll, we'll move on to that later. Yeah, because we need to mention Hibs first because they're thumping Hibs. for the one over Rangers again. Aye, the original Rangers, I think they're, they are now, Chris. Uh, <laughs> the big Rangers. like that anyway. The big Rangers and that kind of thing. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was hoping for a game, really. But then the, the two quick-fire goals for Hibs oh, yeah, really ruined it. Uh, it was still okay because it was goals and uh, I could appreciate was it Stevenson was pass for Cummings for the first and then I think Stevenson got the second as well it was uh, a bit, it remind, you know what it reminded me of that the, the Dundee United strand our game in the previous round you know how they get the, like, the three goals in ten minutes yeah, I just yeah, destroyed that game as a, a, a contest yep yep aye but I thought I mentioned Cummings earlier and uh, I thought he took his goal pretty well. Just a, a striker's instinct knows exactly what the keeper's going to do. And if that's me, I'm no striker. I would have blasted that as hard as I could, and it would have went, it would have went wide. But now he knows. Just wait for the keeper to come and just dink it through his legs, like a pro. But I had money on Hibs, and then ended up squandering it in the the next game. I had the money on Hibs minus two. An Asian handicap, and then squandered it in the next game because I thought I went for uh, both teams to score and a Celtic win, and it didn't happen. I should have went for over two and a half red cards, but <laughs> <laughs> that well-known bet. That <laughs> <laughs> market. I own it. The Celtic game. It was a couple of things to discuss. <laughs> uh, mainly, mainly in, uh, in one incident. I. Aye, 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 there was one incident which didn't really seem much when you're watching it on the telly. It was one of those that you're just like, oh, that's a hard, that's a hard tackle. Oh, there's something happened there. Oh, there's another one. Aye, it's all right. We're playing on. Just carry on. And then the camera had to go back because it was, oh, something happening over there. There's a coming together. A couple of players. I would say, is it? There's a few incidents, so we might as well start at the start. That's a good place to, to start. Right, we'll, we'll start and, with, uh, with Scott Brown's tackle. Scott which Brown's tackle. A bit meaty. Yes. <laughs> which, I there was there was a fair amount to follow through, but I think everything I say has been disregarded because Brown says it was a great challenge. Uh, he says that it was a great tackle. The referee was right next to him. He's seen it. He was happy. The linesman was right next to him. He's seen it. He was happy. So... That's it. Nothing to say about it. I think they got it wrong. I think it was a foul. I and think arguably, it's a foul. arguably a booking for Scott Brown. I think so, that some people would argue it was a red. I would say. Booking. I think it's a red. I think it's a booking. I think it could easily be argued for a red because I think uh, I think he was out of control. Uh, I think it was excessive force. I think it could be argued that it's a yellow. I'm. I think both are right in my opinion, because I think it could be reckless or it could be excessive force. One thing that surprises me, though, is the fact that nothing, nothing <laughs> it was, was even done a film. about it. Uh, it was that's, just that, like, all right, okay. Yeah. You can make a challenge like that. And and the guy's legs were pretty much level with his head. It, the the follow-through was that severe. But it wasn't dealt with. So the next step was the the kick Did to the side to Brun's uh, head, which... I think if you look at it, I think there's no denying that there's a definitely a connection. I think there's movement towards his face. So I think that it has to be a red card for that. Whether he meant to actually kick him in the face, I think is another thing. I think he was maybe just trying to shrug him off. But I'd still give him a red card for that. Uh, he's tried to, he, he's tried, he's used his foot to move him. <laughs> Well, yes. He's intentionally yeah. moved his foot towards yeah. him. So, yeah, he's, he's kicked out of him. So it's a red card for me. I don't think there's, there's any doubt for that. Yes, uh, I think credit has to go to Brun. Now, uh, I mentioned uh, that he, he should have been booked and possibly sent off for the challenge, <laughs> but I thought the way he reacted to the, the, the boot to the face showed a, a level of maturity that we wouldn't have seen uh, a few years back from Brun, and that he, he just he simply had a moan to the ref. He wasn't yeah. interested in the, 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 the battle 
with the player. He wasn't interested in that fight. All he wanted to do was uh, explain to the ref, excuse me, sir, somebody has kicked me in the face. <laughs> Aye, I think I think as well, though, he's probably conscious of the fact he's just had a pretty, he's just made a pretty tasty challenge. So he's not going <laughs> to talk himself into any bother either. He's keeping well at the road. As soon as he gets that wee kick to the back of the ear, that's him. Oh, I've been kicked in the face. Don't look me. Aye, and then next up, uh, Van Dyke against <laughs> Butcher. Was it Butcher? I'm not really sure what went on there. Uh, they seem to be, they got tangled up. There's some people saying that Van Dyke went in and that should have been a red card just the way he went steaming into the challenge because it was almost uh, uh, a stamp. And I'm, I'm not scene, sure. Sports scene did not help with this one at all because they decided to freeze frame it at the point that Van Dyke made contact and it looks like a stamp was in his leg. But if you run the footage, what you actually see is both Van Dyke and Butcher jump into the challenge at the same time. Right. So they, they, they both went in fairly recklessly, I thought. Yeah. Which was kind yeah, of, think... it, was, it was kind of a kick on for the, the, the original Brown challenge. And they were thinking, oh, yes. well, everything's game here. I can go in all guns blazing, yeah. full belt. Yep. And they both did it. I think that they were trying to shrug each other off when they, when they ended up getting tangled up and then Van Dyke looked like he stood on the guy's thigh and then it looked like the guy kicked him. And I think they were more shrugging each other off again, which I, that doesn't mean it's not a right. red card because I think a red card could be valid in that situation as well. But I think it, that was more a yellow card situation. The, no, the referee, you see it so often that they just decide, right, okay, you've both been silly. Yellow card each, just didn't do it again. I, I would agree, I think a yellow card would have been sufficient for both Van Dyke and, <laughs> and Butcher. But, um, yeah, uh, they looked like they were trying to separate themselves from each other. Yes. As opposed to actually trying to kick out each other, which uh, it was a different kind of look to it than the Chief G one earlier. So, yeah, I, I mean, I would, I would have booked both of them. Well, yeah. stupidity, basically. <laughs> Aye, and then, uh, then the bizarre incident comes yeah. up when you see... Well, I mean, the the carries on for that. The linesman, the linesman grabs Butcher and pulls him away, but yeah. never looks at him. <laughs> so then, <laughs> then he has a conversation with the referee, who then tells him that it was Van Dyke and bizarrely Peyton, <laughs> who was only <laughs> ever involved in the situation when he ran over, grabbed somebody to move him away, and ran away again. <laughs> yes. Uh, could, then, to be fair, the referee, you can see him asking a couple of times. Who was it? And he's given the numbers. So the referee's right. obviously like, ah, you sure? <laughs> he's like, no, no, number five. No, no chance. <laughs> oh, it, was, it, it was very poor. I mean, it was very strange that they were able to see it on the camera, though. They were just, I don't know if Craig Thompson knew whether the camera was or anything, but he seemed to stand one side, then swap sides. Uh. So he was on camera when he was having a discussion. Yeah, I don't see, know. There was all this about mistaken identity and, and uh, slagging them off, but I was watching it and uh, I was watching with one of my mates and, and we were speaking about Thompson. My mate says, Thompson, what's his first name again? I was, I said to him, hey, I, uh, Stephen. That's his name, Stephen Thompson. And not, obviously not Stephen Thompson. So mistaken, mistaken identity is easy to do. <laughs> How did you so forget the Craig? Craig? I, I know, I know. <laughs> I, I don't know why I was thinking he was Stephen Thompson. It just sounded right when it comes to football, Stephen oh, Thompson. Especially with Paradise, right. given the, the, the Dun United winner, Stephen Thompson. So. Aye, uh, there's so Stephen many Thompson, of them. Stephen Thompson, St. Marin Stryker. Um, the midfielder uh, as well. Yeah, the midfielder. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I, I think the, the, the compliance officer is going to be a bit busy with this game. Just for that incident alone, um, Peyton appeal is in for Dun United, unsurprisingly. Yeah. That should that, that should be an easy job for that one. That's a clear, clearly not him. Mistaken identity. Yep. You can scrap that one. Um, Van Dyke's appeal is also in from Celtic. That's a bit less clear cut. I mean, we've I think we've said it's probably a yellow card is sufficient, but there's probably enough in the incident that wouldn't surprise you if the red card stands. Yep. Um, the question then becomes: Having cleared Peyton, does it have to then cite Butcher? For the same incident, if he's, I mean, if he's going to leave Van Dyke's red card, you would have to say he's probably going to have to cite Butcher as well. Yep. And offer him a ban. <laughs> yeah. 
And then there's, uh, and then there's, there's Chief as well, which is the Chief actually. He, 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 yep. He's already suspended for the, the cup final for the, the yellow cards he picked up earlier in the, in the League Cup. So he, I think he'd be missing what, the replay and he'd be missing the League game as well, probably, if he, if he was to pick anything up. You probably need to consider whether Brown's challenges were sighting because the referee yep. obviously didn't do anything. But... And that's so just that incident. That's just that incident, because that's what, there's four or five on. different people you need to deal with. I, I, don't, I, think, um, I think the two clubs should just get together and say, do you know what, let's just forget our whole, let's just forget all the bookings, let's just cancel them out, let's have another <laughs> thing going in a couple of weeks' time, because it's just like, <laughs> you end up, you know, he's banned, he's booked, you're not getting banned, he's been just saying, I think that's what the referees have done in the first instance, instead of flashing any cards, because he's obviously not seen what's going on, so get a lot of them together and just say, right, one more challenge, and the red cards are coming out, and a lot of you on your bike, and just let the game continue, because I don't think empty would really, really have had too much a complaint about that, Chiefty's really the only one that looks like he was, you bang out the order, the rest of them, I think there's debate. Aye, aye, I think so, I would agree with that, aye. but then, I mean, as if the complaints officer wasn't busy enough already, Ronnie Dyla came out and said that uh, Connolly dived to the penalty. <laughs> I know. So, to me, there's now two questions here because I I think Ronnie Dyle is right. I think he's dived, in which case he has to cite Conley for diving because he's yep. done that previously in the season. However, Ronnie Dyle can't come out and say that. Yep. We've seen. Yeah, I mean, I how many times have we seen that? Is disappeared. So you can probably see <laughs> Ronnie Dyle get cited for, for being honest. Yeah. See that penalty? I think that uh, I've watched it and I think that there was contact. I don't know who the other. Uh, guy in the box was but I think there was contact for Connolly before the the supposed contact with Stokes not anything to, to bring him down but I was watching it quite closely there seemed to be a wee bit of contact I was watching some people say that Stokes thigh might have touched Connolly I don't see that so well, I don't see any Lamar, I contact I, I could understand where he was coming from if it was, the way Stokes puts his leg in uh, if there was going to be any contact, it would have been the thigh, but it doesn't look for any angle no. when it was contact. So. No, I don't see contact, so I, I don't think it was a, a penalty. Nah, and a then dive. I think even if there was contact, and it's a big if, I think that it's a dive because the way Connolly's foot crumples, yep. I think that he should be done for simulation regardless of contact. It's one of those that uh, book him and then think about what happened in the incident next. Uh, so uh, yeah, I think he should be cited because it's cheating. It's cheating. Uh, it doesn't matter if you're touched. If your foot goes like that, it's just it's ridiculous. He's a young guy as well. He's obviously picked up in the training ground. He should be getting that drilled out of him. Right. For McNamara instead of this stupid eye. Aye, there was a wee faint brush, so that's why his foot went like that. No, no chance. So are these foreigners? It's only foreigners of a dive. Where's Where's Aidan Connolly for again? <laughs> Uh, oh, Dundee. Oh, well. That must be Dundee in America or something. <laughs> Why don't we talk about something positive? And uh, Riordan looking the ball into the far corner. Riordan has got a free transfer fee. That's the last for he plays a front for Celtic. I've not heard from him in ages, but you've he been, uh, you've been so long at the top flight. Things have moved on for <laughs> 2009. <laughs> oh, Deke, uh, I up front. I he looked the ball into the corner. I, Beautiful we, technique. We, we, we've missed that right here because we haven't even mentioned the penalty. <laughs> <Aye, Celtic apparently. laughs> <laughs> Which is another red card. I think. I think this is probably the one thing the referee did get right. I mean, he's Aye, moved his hand to the ball. He stopped a goal. It was a decent yep. strike for Forrest, but I mean, Dixon's blocked it. And, and to be fair, you could almost argue Dixon's done the right thing because he stopped a goal, mm. which was then a penalty, which the keeper then saved. So, Celtic never got a goal. Yep. I, I, I know, I know Danny Wright did, did eventually have to uh, concede to Celtic, but I mean, for a good while in that game, that was a, a looking like a good decision. But aye, aye, I agree. Aye. I think Griffith said it was fantastic. You know who it reminded me? Larson. I don't want to get, well, give Griffiths a big heater in there, but that, that's the kind of head that Larson used to be brilliant at. I see, I was watching it and it, it reminded me a wee bit of the, the semi-final. But I was watching it with a guy I go to the Rangers games with and I thought, no, no, I'm not going to mention that. We don't want to get down that route of discussing that. 
but the the way he took the header, uh, I didn't know he was so good at heading the ball until that semi final, and then that uh, one there where I don't there was aye, there was a one in the semi final. There was a one against Dundee in the previous round as well. Hey, they scored early in the game, yeah, a header. But about both of them are a lot closer than that one. That I mean, he, he's he's this header. He's just directed in the corner and left Jersey uh, rooted to the spot. I think that one took a lot more skill than the other two. See when you've got a forehead that size, so it's a dodge. <laughs> just tell it to half and it's going again. But I, it, it, I, I watched it again last night and it just looked, he made it look effortless. Do you know that way? And it's obviously, it probably takes quite a lot of, quite a lot of strength in your neck to get that power on it. But he just, it's like Craig said, it looks so he just, he just looked towards the corner, just glanced <laughs> in. It's unbelievable. Great header. Great uh, header. Aye. So oh, that uh, was a draw. And, uh, the semi-final draw was predicted by every single Hearts fan I've ever uh, seen on Twitter because <laughs> before the draw I was saying ah, Habs will get Falkirk guaranteed lo and behold yep that's what they got so uh, the winner of Celtic Dunn United will play the winner of uh, uh, Inverness and Wraith Rovers and uh, one of Habs or Falkirk will be in the Scottish Cup final which oh, will be interesting should one of Habs or Falkirk also be in the playoff final Aye, well, nah, the Rangers will be in the, the, the playoff semi-finals. <laughs> <laughs> That's as far as I'm going, actually. <laughs> I was going to mention the final, but no, you can't predict that. Right, well, that's us done for the games at the weekend, and because we're going to have to move on, Greg's connections are about to... Aye. <laughs> I think we're done anyway. I mean, that's, that's, that's pretty much right. the, the round-up for the weekend, so... Time to move on and... I will move on. We'll do the predictions for the, the Premiership games. We can Motherwell. What is it with Motherwell on Friday night games? You've got a Friday night game this Friday, and then you've got another one the next Friday. Oh, it's, just, it's good to see you've got a nice short journey. Oh, it's the second time. I see. We'll, have, we'll have a trip up to Aberdeen on a Friday night. A fan-friendly destination after your work. What, Aberdeen? It's, <laughs> it's fan-friendly as long as you're not a fan of Motherwell. It's the second time this season. Second time this season with Aberdeen up there, and I've already had a go at Derek Gray about us on Twitter, and they gave me some soft soap reply. Offered to buy me a pint next time he was in Motherwell, but lo and behold, it's no work because we've been trying to face Aberdeen again. So, great. Hey, okay, I'm going to go first with the prediction, and I'm going to go for a home one here, three 0 Ah, we win for me, one nothing. Oh, I would love <laughs> that. I'm, I'm absolutely right round them. Scott McDonald. Yep. That would that would be nice. I would I would love a wee Scott McDonald winner. Um, I don't see it though. <laughs> I think I would do. I think I would do a win two one. McDonald might get his goal, but it'll be enough. Two one. And then we've got a quiet Saturday. Hamilton against Ross County. I'm going to go for an away victory here. One two. I'm going away victory, and I'm going two 0 Ah, it's a full house. Ross County are almost three to one on Saturday. Away at Hamilton, I, th- I think they're sure. I think it's two nothing. Right. Bubble burst. As far as Hamilton concerned. Yep. They don't have any strikers, so. Kelly against St Mirren. St Mirren. St Mirren. When was the last time they played? They've not played this year. Pretty much right. I'm going to go for 1 0 to Kelly. Yeah. Uh, I home win as well. 2 oh, 1. Uh, I think it's a home win myself. I, wouldn't have, I almost wouldn't be surprised if it's a draw right enough. But uh, No, actually, you know what? I'm going to go with it. I'm going to go a draw. I'm going to go one each. One each. Partick Thistle again, St. Johnson. I'm going to go for. Zero two, although I've mentioned before, Partick Thistle. Who knows with them? Enough, enough. <laughs> ah, it's just so they're so inconsistent. I wouldn't, I wouldn't bet against them picking something up at the weekend. But I've oh, got to hope and pray that they're, that they're rubbish for the next few well. So I'm going to say one nothing St Johnston. Ah, I am thinking a two 0 St Johnston to be honest. Aye, and then that's us, I think, because the the League Cup final is is taking over the the weekend. 
uh, on the, the half sand, half grass, Hamden pitch. Beach football, great uh, stuff. Aye, I, I, I don't know how that's going to happen. And aye, I don't know what to expect for the game because I think that game at the, uh, in the, the cup on Sunday there, I think that spoiled us. It's not going to be anywhere near as good as that. It's going to be nil-nil and then there'll be a boring... Not even a last-minute goal, because that would be a wee bit exciting. It would just be a boring goal with maybe 10 minutes to go. Nothing much happening. Extra time and penalties, that's what's coming, I think. I think it's going to be tight. Uh, All right. What will happen with the likes of the appeals? And ah, that's the other thing. Who's going to play? Yeah. <laughs> All of the team's going to be suspended. I'm thinking if Chiefties, Chiefties bagged, if he's suspended, then, you know. Aye, the, the appeals are being held on Thursday. Yeah, Craig, you're right, Craig. That was that was mentioned. They were fast tracked. So, any decision on Van Dyke and uh, Peyton will be made by then. You'd, you'd imagine Peyton will be free for it. Can he say anything else? It's whether it's whether the the compliance officer will cite anybody else after that because he doesn't usually announce that till Tuesday. Ah, he's know, he's so. work shy, isn't he? He's not really that keen on working too too much. I, I, he, he just he I, watches sports scene. He takes a day just to check. <laughs> but have to see if anyone's mumping and moaning about anything, and then just all ah, right, right, okay. <laughs> Wasting this podcast coming out there makes his decision. Aye, aye, it's not the same since uh, Lunny left because. Uh, although Chris, you've told me this guy's name before. I keep forgetting it. He's he's not made an impression on me. I have, I've, he's made such an impression, I forgot what his name was. <laughs> you said it once before, or at least once. Aye, that's gone now. Tony, Tony something. Tony, Tony McLean. Soprano. Aye. By Tony the way, see, see if you Google compliance officer SFA, you get Vincent Lunny in big letters and it's underneath it. The Scottish SFA has appointed Glasgow based lawyer Tony McLennan as its new to- compliance officer. <laughs> what? <laughs> Somebody fix Google. I wonder, I wonder how much money he gets paid for watching sports scene. <laughs> Jink, it must be a few hundred pounds just for that hour. See, whatever it is, it should be doubled on Pat Nevins. Uh. <laughs> Especially when you get a double whammy of Pat Nevin like you did the weekend. Oh, Pat Nevin. Was he clicking his pen? Because he likes to click his pen. Click, 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 right. click. Click, 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 click. Right, you know what? I can't slag him off for that because just about every week I sit here and click a pen and all. <laughs> I'm I just don't have a clicking pen. I can't afford it. I've just got a normal Bic pen. Ah, I see. Greg, you don't even have a pen. You don't take notes, do you? I'm no stranger to a, a Parker rollerball. <laughs> oh, <laughs> nice stuff. A quill upper pen. <laughs> Blackboard and chalk. Proper pen when you sign up for the over 55 plan. <laughs> Saga. Oh, uh, you're that age, Greg, you know. I'm a saga <laughs> travel insurance again. I can't be penciling pens at a letter opener. When you get a carriage clock. Aye. <laughs> right, okay, the, the, the charity bit. We've already got Mc, Mc, McMenamin. Predictions for the final. What do you want to do, predictions? Of course, we've done predictions for everyone else. Right, well, I'm going for nil nil. No, no, what did I say? 1-0. 1-0 oh, to Dundee United. Boo. <laughs> I'm going to go 3-0 Celtic. Hounding. Oof, well, I'd like that. That'd be nice. Yeah, hounding. I'm going extra time and penalties. And then penalties are lottery, so I have no idea. Jersey Act might be amazing. Well, he was all right. He did a good save. Ah, See when he done the Superman save and he caught the ball and held it. <laughs> he said he's a good game he'll be back to being a normal Cherziak come the weekend he tends to play well against us so well you know how he's a bit dodgy at corners there was one corner where uh, I'll call him Riordan again where Riordan <laughs> was, was on top of him and uh, and rather than trying to uh, jostle with him he just Cherziak decided to just fall back and accept getting the foul because he knew he wasn't going to get anything in there He's learned his lesson. Right, so you're going for nil-nil, Chris? Uh, aye, I think so. Right, okay. I'll put penalties. Okay. So the charity bet. Right, Ross County. Ross County. Right, that sticks at what we went for that. See, the thing is, if we go for that, then we don't need to go for many more to get a good return. 
Single. Single in Ross County. Almost three to one. No, we need we need to add in another one. I don't know about a single. How? Because. <laughs> <laughs> we all went for Johnson. No. Given given we've no given we've no landed a bet in about the last the last two months. Ages. It's time to, it's time to reevaluate our strategy here because it's clearly not working. Which which Ross County St Johnson double? That's, that's, that's good. Right, cheers then, speak to you next week. Alright. Cheers. Cheers, bye.